Kat Bobineau. Today, my extra special guest is Tracy Hill. Welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you. How are you doing today? Doing all right. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. Excellent. So, if any of you guys have seen all my pictures from my son's birthday party and you saw me holding the snake, that's because of Mr. Tracy Hill. That's correct, yes. So, you are the founder. CEO, whatever you want to say. I'm the owner of First Scales and Tales. First Scales and Tales. Tell us about First Scales and Tales. Well, it started about uh, almost 23 years ago. So it started in 1999. I was a kindergarten teacher. I had about three animals in my classroom. Once I stopped teaching, the students were asking, oh, Mr. Hill, where are our pets? Where are you know, all our stuff? So I said, well, I'll bring them back to show you guys. That gave me the idea to go ahead and maybe try to do some animal shows. And it wasn't always a good show like you saw. Okay. But in about five years' time, it became kind of what you saw now. So it's a real show. Multiple animals, not just two or three, and uh, kids and adults like it no matter what. It's just kind of just it's that kind of show. Okay, all right. Happened by accident. Happened by accident. Almost. almost. All right. Okay, so well then let's go back. What made you become a kindergarten teacher? Well, my mom was a teacher, believe it or not. Many years ago, I always thought to myself I would never be a teacher or a librarian in my entire life. <laughs> but once I got out of school, I went had a couple little jobs here and there, but then I decided to go ahead and uh, get my little teacher credential and you know did a little. A little sub work first, and mm -hmm. then eventually I kind of fell in love with kindergarten. So I just decided to go in. And I was up at Howard Elementary School, not too far from here, actually, up the hill. So I was up there for two years, and then uh, the district came in, took over. The state came over, took over the, the district because there was problems. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. I was one of the youngest teachers, so I decided to go ahead and venture out and try something else. And this is how it So in the very beginning, what animals did you have? We only had a hamster, mm -hmm. a box turtle, and we had an iguana. Okay. In my classroom. So those were my classroom pets, and the kids got the name on them and all that stuff. And, you know. Did they get to take them home back then? No, nah, during the like, breaks and stuff. No, yeah. I decided to go ahead and just make sure I uh, <laughs> took care of them myself. You know, I would come into school and just, you know, the principal let me come and take care of the animals and I needed to. But yeah, nobody got sent out with the kids. Okay. They, they would have loved that, but I'd have been a little nervous. Kindergartens, you know. Kindergarten. No, no, I get it. I get it. Just in case. Did you ever, did you hear about the Lindsay Museum? Have you ever been to the Lindsay Museum? Okay. Because so when I was a kid, Yes. I would go to Liz Museum and I would rent the animals. Ah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. They don't do it anymore. Yeah, but... I think that was probably back in the day, right? Now, now they were more, like, you know, trying to be more like a research type place where right. takes care of the animals and less of the entertainment side for sure. But... Yes, and I feel bad for the kids nowadays. And I get it because yeah, the animals are safer. Right. But, you know, I got to take home a bunch of little critters that my parents never would buy to me. <laughs> But they were like, you can rent and have it. Right, 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 right. But you got to take it back because you can't keep it. Excellent, excellent. So you started off with three animals. Three and then animals. how did they grow? Well, after, like I said, I went to see my old students a few times there in first and second grade. I would go back and show them the three animals we had. It's like, here's your hamster, here's your turtle. And I was like, what else can I get that's more interesting? A little larger. Some guys can kind of do tricks, things yeah. like that. So pretty soon I got a large tortoise, like one of the ones. I've got four of those now, but you saw one. That's a pretty good size. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I've got uh, large snakes and scorpions and hermit crabs, and it just goes on and on. So over the time, I just started adding more and more guys. And the show had to be around, it was about 20 minutes at first, now it's about 40 minutes. So okay. kind of just kind of adding more guys. As you eased on in. Okay. Exactly. So then, then the question is, how many animals do you have currently? Well, total, we have about 47 animals. Almost what? Animals. Now, you don't see that many in the shows, of course. Of course. They're stunt doubles. So we have guys that come work the Tuesdays and some guys work Saturdays and some animals work Sundays. So they're just a rotation going. So everybody doesn't work too hard. All the time. Yeah. yeah so I take care of my, uh, my superstars that be taken care of. So they, uh, mm. they got stunt doubles all the way through. Yes, ah, okay. So I mean, you don't have to tell me exactly, but where are they? Where are they? Animals? In Berkeley. We live in Berkeley. So I've got oh. a house and I've got a house behind my house. Ooh. 
with all the cages, the heat lamps, tiny systems. So that's actually the hard part, believe it or not, taking care of all these animals. I believe it. Different food, different temperatures, different habitats. So it's like you saw the fun part of the yes. show, you know, sounds party, but taking care of the animals, I wouldn't recommend that <laughs> for most people because it's not really something you know that you want to do, but you just have to. So for right. have to, but yeah, a lot of guys. So how does that work when you go on vacation? I usually do about three days tops. I can set them up to be three days by themselves, but I do have three cousins that work for me. One of my cousins was that mm-hmm. that I do with you. So one of them will come in and every once in a while, you know, feed, clean, water, check on guys' temperatures, things like that. But I get, I get kind of nervous when I'm gone for three days. So in about three days' time, I usually come back and go ahead and uh, check on my whole crew. But I can do about three or four day vacation stops. And that's just about it. Okay, okay. Well, that doesn't work for me. I love animals, <laughs> but my vacation needs to be at least a week. I understand. Right. I so three days is not nearly not a lot. Um, so do you, we got to question is from the audience because we are live. I always forget to say that. Oh, we live on Facebook and YouTube, but uh, so do you have a veterinarian on call? Well, I've got a couple different vets, one in Berkeley and one in El Cerrito, just whenever something happens that's major. And I've got a little animal care techniques myself that I take care of, like small issues, but my guys stay pretty healthy. We give them the best food, best everything. We kind of spoil them, so they're, you know, they're very few health problems. Every once in a while, like an eye problem for a rabbit. Or yeah. Stuff, but yeah. They're nothing major. No. Oh, okay, good. So, whew, well, my favorite is all of them, but, you know, a lot of people saw the snake. How long have you had that snake? Nana, I've had her for, I've got two Nanas actually, they're two about the same size, and I've got them maybe 12 years ago. They weren't as large as you saw now. Of they course. They, yeah. <laughs> I got them a lot smaller, but now they've been, you know, like kind of doubling in size every year. So now they're, uh, they're both around, you know, eight feet, something like that. So you saw, you know, yes. in the photos, you make sure yes. your, your crew that they've got it. They're kind of very large. And they're, they're good I, was, <laughs> I have a lot of people who were just so scared of a photo. You know, and I'm just like, you're not, yeah, you weren't even there. Snakes are kind of like that. So I definitely, I, I definitely get that from time to time when I do the shows. But part of my thing is when I do these shows, kind of like, you know what, maybe snakes are so bad. Yeah. Maybe they're okay. My son's over there holding, my daughter's holding on, you know. But, you know, you see when outside, walking down the park or something like that, I definitely understand the reaction. Like, you got to go this way. Right. <laughs> but my see, guys are tame, my guys are nice. So. I don't, I don't go opposite direction. <laughs> But I also don't pick them up. Right. You the know, wild you know the wild that you're in your territory. I'm not about to mess with you in your territory. I will get close and be like, ooh, look Check at that. Out. You know what I'm saying? And as my son gets older, he's only two. So, you know, I can't have him right. doing it right now because he'll try and pick it up or something. But I'd be like, hey, look at that. <laughs> in its natural habitat, living right. its life. So we're going to give it a wide berth. And. Keep on going. Absolutely. But no, I have a friend. I'm gonna call. I'm not gonna say her name. <laughs> She's really like definitely afraid of frogs. Um, and I was like, I was like, I hope he brings some frogs <laughs> so that we can. <laughs> we absolutely have frogs. Yeah, they're they can be a little creepy as well. They drop. They, you know, they, I mean, small, yes, yeah. You know, so it's kind of a little different. But yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, so uh, see, uh, Alon's on the road. She's gonna be listening later. It's all good, thank you. Um, so which animal is your favorite? Uh, I used to try not to, you know, kind of like when you're kids, um, you have a favorite, mm-hmm. but I like to say my my tortoises. I've got four very large African spur tortoises, and they're they're kind of my favorite because they just kind of do their thing. They're vegetarians, yeah. easy to take care of. Yeah, you know, but yeah, you know, I, I like the snakes. I like the you know, I like my rabbit treasure. You know, different different animals have a little special place in my heart because they're you know, I've grown up, you know, I've grown yeah. up with them, they grew up with me, so it's yeah. Like, but I'd say the tortoises are probably. I get that. So you, 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 are they just kind of in the backyard doing their own thing? The three that are retired, yeah, those guys are too large to pick up. So um, what you saw is the, the smallest guy that I can actually still get. No, gotcha. <laughs> the other guys eat grass all day in the backyard. And then the 
onto like a doghouse in front of the hoods, heat lamps, keep them warm at night. So right now they're, you know, really cool because it's really cold outside, so yeah. they stay inside all day. Yeah, no, I get that. Out, we come out to eat when they want to eat. And that's I stay inside all day too, right yeah. now. If I can't, if I can help it, I'm not going to like that. I, can live I get it. And this means, I mean, I'm off topic, but that means it's going to be cold this winter because it's already cold yeah. and it's not technically winter yet. Right, it's, it's, it's definitely getting there. So yeah, it's going to be a cold winter this one. For sure. So how big are they then since you can't pick them up? Those guys are maybe, I don't know, maybe, you know, it's hard to kind of see from the camera, but we're about that high up in the ground. Okay. And they're, you know, good size. Like yeah. They're, they're solid. I can, barely, I can barely pick them up from my knee to move a few feet here and there, but they're, uh, <laughs> they're big guys. All they do is eat grass, and of course, I give them treats, vegetables, right. grapes, and all kinds of stuff here and there, but they're, uh, they're kind of a handful because I mean, I like them, but they're just like, they're like kids. They just do what they want to do. They, right. You know, they're just, and you're just like, hey, don't go over there, but they're not going to listen. Don't knock so. that over. Right. They, they, yeah. they, they, they want to knock things over just because they, they like it. I think they actually enjoyed knocking <laughs> It's kind of weird, but I'm watching like, hey, don't do it. Just right into it. Just, right. You can't stop me. So. Yeah, and then you don't even want to stop them. Right. They're just going to knock you over. Exactly. Or you're going to get a bruise. They're, so. they're big guys. So, yeah, they're, uh, they're just doing their thing. All right. So, with all your animals that you have, yes. backups, are they all male, all female? And if not, how do you keep them from <laughs> procreating? Well, every once in a while, we do need some procreation. So some of my guys are descendants of other animals. Okay. And that kind of helps because the temperament of the animals that you saw, they can deal with noise, they can deal with kids. They're just different types of animals. They're like show animals. Right. Some animals, you know, are more skittish and worried about this and that. My guys, as you saw, are just like, whatever. Yeah. So offspring from those animals, usually same Same animals. way. Yeah. Not everybody makes the cut, but as I said, some guys are, you know, worthy of going and getting them ready for the next set of shows or the next grouping. So a lot of animals, we do try to procreate a few here and there, mostly rabbits, guinea yeah. pigs, hamsters. The easy ones. The easy ones. Right. All the, uh, <laughs> none of the reptiles procreate. We have them all separate in their separate cages when they live at home. But other than that, it's usually uh, only when we want something like that to happen, we let it happen. Otherwise, yeah, they're just separated into different tanks, cages. Right. Ones, whatever. So they're, they're kind of, you know, controlled. Absolutely. I get that. <laughs> so if they don't have a good temperament, though. Those guys, we, we, yeah, usually I get more into family members or, you know, there's different places that will actually take, you know, like rescue. But I get rescues as well. So, you know, I get people give me animals and I see how they are, how they react. Right. So we have a lot of extra guys that don't actually do, don't actually work. Yeah, they're just there. They're, they're just, just there. They're retired and kind of doing their thing. But, uh, yeah, the guys that do make the cattle, those are the ones that actually see at the shows, actually, with the kids holding them, the kids making noise. And yeah. And was just like, this is what I do. Yeah, so, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm used to this. Right. So you guys they, are. They get the best treats at the shows as well. So they're just like, showtime is a good time for them. Get the best food, that's everything, yeah. So it's all good. Oh my god, that's so I don't know why I'm so excited, <laughs> but I am because it's just so amazing. It's all up my field because I just I'm an animal biologist. I think I told you that. So that's what I did my research in. And so I'm one of those outside people who's like, ooh, look at that, ooh, look at that. And you know, not everybody be feeling that. Not everyone's on that same page. Sure, sure. Um, but then you know, but this isn't about me. We're gonna go back to you. Excellent. So kindergarten teacher. Animal specialist. Did you, <laughs> did you take classes or it just kind of fell into it and you're like... No, when I was a kid, I was like you. I was just okay. catch things outside, bring things home. So I just always liked animals. So that's one thing that just kind of just always been with me anywhere. That's why I had animals in my classroom to start with. Just actually give my kids an experience. You know, they didn't get in every other school they've been in. Or right. Grade. So that was just kind of a natural thing to kind of just... I've always liked animals. Now, the kindergarten side, like I said, I didn't think I was going to be a teacher. But right. That just happened as well. I just I kind of fell in love when I was subbing. Then I became a full-time teacher. But... uh after I got done teaching, the animal side came back in. I was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and try this out. And it didn't work. You know, I was, had multiple jobs while I was doing that for a while. Then after about five years, 
the word's starting to spread. The show's got really good. No, that's all I have to do. So, yeah. So I'm going to go back to teaching one day. I'll kind of miss it. A little really? bit. A little bit. I don't okay. miss the lesson plans and dealing with all the different people. The parents. parents yeah. It's, yeah. It's, a lot, it's a lot to deal with, but I still enjoy teaching kids or being in front of kids and chaining kids. So that's kind of what I did as a teacher. So that takes a very special spirit. <laughs> it does. It does. Because, you know, as much as I like animals, on the flip side, I'm not a big kid person. Gotcha. So, you know, I would love to say I can do a kid show like you did, right. but I can't. You know, <laughs> I can't be that animated. I can't be, you know, I can't have kids coming up to me like, ooh, this, ooh, right, that. Right, right, right. You know, it would be very difficult. No, for me, that's, I, I wake up enjoying it. <laughs> right. That's the only thing I still enjoy about my job because I don't enjoy taking care of the animals. So, right. Emails, <laughs> phone calls, but the kids doing the shows, like, you know, to me, it's like, that's so you need an admin doing your emails and phone calls. I probably do need to do that. I've got about one of my cousins. You can do this, Tracy. Just go ahead and take care of it. So I've just been doing it myself. But what about social media? Not very much on that. I've got a Yelp page. So my Yelp page is my primary social media. It's not really Instagram. Right. right. It's, no, not, it's, it's not really like it should be. Yeah. One day I might get there, but the thing is, we're actually almost too busy now. now the, during mm -hmm. the pandemic, it was rough. I'll yeah. Do that, but right. Now we're actually back to where we were before, and we're actually almost too, you know, we just said no to a lot of people. Oh, so really? I don't want to be too big. Yeah. Where it's like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I keep it right around, you know, the Yelp page, and uh, we got our own website, of course. Other than that, it's word of mouth mostly. So people see the show like you did, mm -hmm. or their family members are there, kids are there, other kids are there, they want it for the next party, their school, their daycare, whatever. So it's not really much, I don't know the newest advertising anymore. So, you know, I've got to Google, you know, Google has me up there. Top of the list when talking animal shows, but other than that. Well, see, that's good, you know. And quite honestly, my best friend lives in Texas, gotcha. and she somehow found you. <laughs> and she all. sent it to me, and I was like, I've never heard of this. Right, you know, right, right. I'm, I'm here in Oakland from Oakland, and I was like, but I've never heard of this. Yeah. Somehow she found you, yeah, and then sent it works. to me. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, you know, and everyone's like, you really want to do that for a two-year-old? I was like, I'm not doing Absolutely. it for him. <laughs> you doing it for you? I'm doing it for me. <laughs> if he likes it, good. But this is for me. Right. right? So, you know, hopefully he does. But I have a really good picture of him with you with uh, one of the smaller pythons. Gotcha. Reaching to it, and he's just like, <gasps> in awe. Yeah. yeah. And right. so now, you know, I'm going to print that picture because he was like <laughs> super juiced about that. <laughs> it's my favorite. Excellent. Oh, uh, yeah. She said, I surely did find you. <laughs> Thank you for finding me. <laughs> uh, what are some of the injuries that you've acquired? Attending to the animals. Actually, myself, I've been fortunate. I've got a couple of little snake bites here and there for during feeding times at home. Yeah. During the shows, we've been incident free. I've been lucky. I mean, I don't want to say lucky because, you know, the show is pretty controlled and scripted. Yeah. So it's like, not much can go wrong. But like I said, temperament of the animals is important. If guys are skittish or they're mm -hmm. going to bite somebody, then they'll never, you know, they'll never actually do a show. So they won't. Right. Yeah. So it's a different situation when you have to worry about. You know, dangerous animals attacking somebody or something like that. But no, these guys are all interesting, pretty mellow, pretty tame. And uh, no incidents during the shows themselves. But like I said, a couple of times, trying to feed a snake, gets yeah. a little eager, goes for the hand, you know, a couple of little, little marks on the, on the hand from the snake bites here and there. But other than that, no major incidents. But I've, been, I've been pretty lucky, pretty fortunate. That's good. Okay. I have been bitten by everything but birds. <laughs> Rodents, cats, dogs, oh, snakes. Yeah. It, it definitely is going to happen. I've been bitten by all of that except a bird, knock on wood, because I don't want that. <laughs> but, you know, I used to be a vet tech, and I've been bitten by all of it. You know what I mean? Sure and, so, sure. and, and I'm not afraid. So that's why we're like, you guys, you know, you don't have to be afraid. Because, yeah, you know, I've also been bit by a human, but that's another story. <laughs> we don't even have to go into that. 
Right. Yeah, that one was not good. Um. <clears throat> anyway, so what the work that you do? Don't laugh. The work that you do. Right. Where do you see yourself going with this? Like, it's really good work, and I know it you're is, already it busy. It is, but the thing is, after 23 years, I still enjoy doing the shows, but mm -hmm. nothing else. Nothing else with the business really, but. You know, get to the point where I maybe start to slow down and eventually maybe go back to teaching. Mm. But in the meantime, three or four, maybe five more years. Really? So then what, you just going to possibly go back to teaching, right? Possibly. So you're going to keep all 40-something of your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not that either. I'll keep a few guys, of course, and then I'll, you know, like I said, rehome re some of the other guys as well and find family members. Or some people that have seen the shows before have also said, you know, when the day comes, let me know we'd love to get that guy or this guy. Right. So I'm like, I got you. No I look like a chicken. Well, we got I really want the rest of them, you know, because I, I mean, I, I know what the animals, I know what it takes, right, it's, it's right to take care of an animal. And when you have a small kid, I really don't feel comfortable with like hamsters, rabbits, and stuff right. like that because they don't know what they're. Right. No. They can hurt them easily. I have a five-pound Yorkie. My dog, my, my child terrorizes <laughs> currently. So something smaller than that. You can imagine it's gonna be a little a different situation. Yeah, it could be, it could be bad. I know how fragile rabbits are. Absolutely, we can't. Be so, yeah, I have no desire. But maybe well, one the chameleon. Day, one day, one day. Maybe the chameleon. Older, be a, be a yeah. No, I'm saying the chameleon. Yeah, that's right. I'm just saying. <laughs> I would do a chameleon. We got three the of those, so we'll see. We'll yeah, see. yeah. You keep me, keep me keep posted. You know. Keep also, I want to visit the house. I okay. Just I know you don't have to say yes now. You don't have to say no now. One day we'll have you come over there. Okay, because I really want to see all the animals and. I will be a gay school girl. I will, I'm going to say it now. It will take you back to your Lindsay days. It would. It would. And then, you know, I will not know how to act. I will be cheesing, laughing a lot, nervously, but don't think I'm awkward. Oh, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And next time I come out to see y'all, she'll bring some guys with me as well. Please. Please. Okay. I was hoping that you did. I was like, <laughs> they had a day off today. They had a busy week. No, it's fine. I get it. show weekends. I get it. Yeah. I didn't want to. You know, I was like, ain't no kids here, baby. <laughs> you know, but no, I get it. Trust me. I know me. you went to see the fair ballet. I understand. No, no, I understand. I'm not Next I don't want I people you. to be weirded out by me because I can be that way. Oh, when it comes to animals, it's okay. Not sometimes. Yeah. So with your family that's helping you, how is it feeding, cleaning? I know you said it's kind of tough right now. You know, you do have family helping it's you out. It's not super tough. It's right. just, you know, after 20 years of doing it every day, you know, Almost every day, it's like, yeah, tedious. But yeah, my, my my cousins they come in every once in a while to work. But for the most part, when it's not the summertime, I do most of it because the summer we work every single day. Shows at camps, Ooh. schools, daycares. It's nonstop for like ninety straight days, including cool. you know Fourth of July and all the holidays. So it's like really nonstop. So that's kind of like our being on tour season where we're just like right, right, right. Boom, 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 boom. Right summer. now, I definitely do more help cleaning because I'm just tired of doing it. Right. When it's non-summer. I try to do my share, you know, take care, you know, cleaning right. this, cleaning that, feeding water, all that stuff. And of course, purchasing food that we have to buy from the vegetables and corn and grain and different things. So it's just. Do you work with some of like local farms? No, no. Really. We got, I go to a couple of different markets in Berkeley. No major stores, but they're just like smaller markets that have, uh, you know, their own little produce section and like that. So we try to buy from them to kind of keep them, you know. They're in business. Well, that's cool. That's so we nice. buy so much, just like, you know, let me just keep going to these guys. Right. And of course, they have better prices than Safeway and yes. <laughs> other places anyway. So. Might as well go and support the local businesses in Berkeley. But uh, yeah, so we do that, purchase from them. And then other than that, we buy some some Petco stuff here and there. And some other smaller shops. We go to Mike's Feed in San Leandro a lot. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't go into places like that. I know it. 
the animals are there, you're like, hey, let's see here all there. That or um, I have a bad habit of wanting to take things home. <laughs> and that can also be a problem. That can yeah, also be a problem. Yeah. <laughs> and I have to limit myself from being around certain things because I already have a problem with food. That one <laughs> I don't stay away from. Mentioned. But animals, I would I would have a second house like you. I would have a house full of things. And I try very hard to stay away from places like that because I would be like, oh, this chicken really needed a home, this little chick, and well, least it turns at least into things. Thought of it, right? They get bigger and bigger, and they get more and more. Yeah, I definitely understand. I don't have enough time to deal with <laughs> what I have now, so adding on to it. Also, I don't have a house. One day when I buy a house, though, you get the space. It's different. Kids. I want some goats yeah. and some chicken. Those are good pets. Those yeah, good those are the two that I really want. I'm sorry, a little front. Yes, but see, I don't want big hoofed animals. Oh, yeah, you know, horses, cows. Even though, I mean, she, that's too, they too big. A little, bit, and a little bit too much work. Probably. A little bit too much work. Veterinary bills is crazy, you know, so yeah. I don't want that. There's something small. Small, small chickens, small. goats. I can see that with you. See yeah, that. yeah, I, I could do that. Absolutely. I don't want, I don't really want reptiles because of the sun lamp and stuff. And all the, yeah, there's a little. Okay, yeah, you know, and then, and then you're just really, it's like fish. You're looking at them. I'm sure, you <laughs> can take them out from time to time. Not quite the same as It's not as like furry things, absolutely. you know. Absolutely. Yeah, that's not my, my jam. That's why. When the time comes, you'll, you'll have a good little setup, you know, be good to go. Right. Like, I don't really want ferrets, but ferrets are not, they're legal in California. Legal in California now, she still probably didn't find a way. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, you yeah, know. Go to Las Vegas or Nevada or something, just bring one. I, I, I mean, yeah. I'm not suggesting you do that. I'm just saying maybe you'll find a way. Listen, <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I'm trying not to make this about me, but let me talk about me for a second. When I was in high school, I volunteered at the animal shelter. Gotcha. And a ferret was found. Right. right, and they didn't know what to do with it because they're illegal. So, you know, they were like, we can't rehome it. You know, we right. really can't do much with it. It's illegal, but we can't keep it at the animal show. True. I don't know what they did with it. I think that somebody took it home. I wanted to. I was in high school, though. My family was like, hell no. You know, we already put you know on everything they else. Are, they are a handful, for sure. No. They're causing problems. They are, but they're like they're mysterious cool. cats. Yeah, they're very cool. You know, they, they act like cats. Like, like, yeah, they are. They will. I know. I, know. I used to live in Texas. Almost got one then, but you know them well, right? It's probably better they didn't come home with you. You probably find like, what's going on? Why is this guy in my cabin? Right, you know, like, yeah. right. Or they're like, something's scared across my foot. Right. You know, yeah. Right. But, yeah. I know. Anyway, <laughs> um, oh, my best friend said, oh, a couple people. Suzanne said, I really enjoyed the show. So did my best friend online. Thank you, you guys. I enjoyed it too. Um, question: Is the tarantula defamed? No, not at all. We've got four of those, and they're all. Rose hair tarantulas, and they all have the fangs because they need those to actually eat. Yeah. So for that reason, you can't do anything to anybody. You know, take their teeth away, their fangs away. They all have to eat their food naturally, and they of course drink the blood out of the crickets or the worms, whatever they want to eat, and they eat all the pieces as well. So they need those fangs full time. So right. No defanging at all. Not at all. So they're not defanged, but they are tame. Yeah, and that just comes from handling. Yeah. Basically, hold them, play with them, let them walk across your hand. Yeah. They know they can't attack you or eat you, so they're not going to try to hurt you. They're just going to just do their thing. So. Also, I learned from a long time ago, mistakenly, not to pet a tarantula. The little hairs fall off, and it's so itchy. Get your eyes, get into your skin. They're very, very adapted, you know, making other things uncomfortable by messing with them. So yeah. that's the reason. Yeah, and you do not pet a tarantula. A little more cross. Oh, yeah, you let them crawl across yeah. you. I've had them on my shoulders and, you know, my yeah, head. Start and... the hairs, they'll be everywhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you won't be yeah. able to see them, but they'll be in your eyes. And and they just fall off, and it's just yes. they itch because they get into your skin like they poke you, and then they just itch. So yeah, so nothing's the thing. No. Do you have roosters? 
we have got a, about two right now. And basically, you get baby chicks every two months or so. I get a lot of girls, of course, so I got a lot of egg layers, but we've got a, a good share of roosters as well. But also, at the, we have an indoor coop, so it's not really soundproof, but it does help so my neighbors aren't like that. Yeah. What's going on? But yeah. Yeah, my neighbors all know what I do. So right. Like, yeah. Okay, because I was, you know, you've already said that the trench is not the thing, so I know that the roosters aren't no, whatever it's called that yeah. they do when they, they take they that out. They, they, do, they do it all day. It's not just in the morning that people think it's like, <laughs> yeah. anytime a fire truck drives by, They'll compete with that. That can be at 2 a.m. So, I mean, it just doesn't matter. So, I've got a nice little inside one. Inside coop has those three guys and they're doing their thing. They're just kind of, you know, they make a little noise here now, but they're okay. They're well, okay. I wonder, you know, I mean, I, I know people around here got them and I only hear them in the morning, though. Yeah, it's because you probably just notice them in the morning, but if you just, you know, throughout the day, if you listen carefully, you hear a couple every once in a while, just letting them know that they, I'm the, I'm the boss. Yeah. I'm, I'm the here. I'm here. That's what they do. They kind of just do their thing. Absolutely. Gotcha. Okay. Well, then that makes sense. Because I've seen, there is a veterinary hospital. I'm not going to say their name. But they do the ear docking or tail docking. They cut the ears and they do the thing with, I forget what it's called, the roosters to get them from crowing or <laughs> right, whatever. Right, right. I always so thought that inhumane. was inhumane. I mean, I know people complain. I mean, that's why you don't really want roosters in the neighborhood, but... It just seems so inhumane to me. It's you know what I mean? I wouldn't want to do that. Yeah. So, but that's cool. So, in indoor coop, how does that work with all the? Must be a decent sized house. No, for the, it was kind of about, about a four car garage, uh, four car garage size shed kind of what it is, and we have a coop in the corner with the chicken wire. Separate. Some of the guys are separated, but all the girls, the hens, all stay together. The boys, two of them are cool with each other, <laughs> so they can hang out together. The other one is more of like, I'm the real boss. Right, I'm the aggressive. Can't be in my area, so he has his own little special space. But just chicken wire with a little bit of soundproofing on the side, so that when they do do their little thing, it just kind of stays inside mostly. Gotcha. They're good, but they don't actually do any shows as well. When they were babies, they were, you know, the chicks. Yeah. Shows. Now they're just kind of just, you know, they just hang. Just hang out. Do they go in the backyard with the tortoises? They do, they do. But the, one of the tortoises doesn't like chicken. <laughs> So like I told you, they, they do what they want to do. So yeah. One of my tortoises will chase the roosters. Like all just chase them. Oh. And they move pretty fast, believe it or not. Tortoises can, you know, yeah. get speed. So they just chase them around. They can't really fly very far. They, you know, right. Three or four feet. Right. But they'll find a little place to roost, so they can't get to them. And that's about it. But other than that, they all kind of hang out together out there. Too. Absolutely. Is there anything else out there with them? Tortoises and chickens? Well, during the day, you know, we just keep those guys out during the day. And at nighttime, of course, with the raccoons and possums in the neighborhood. Gotta make sure the chickens are back outside. Yeah, got but it. the tortoises have no real, no real predators. The uh, raccoons can't really mess with yeah. them. They don't want to. Right. I mean, they're shells. Yeah, I mean, what are you gonna do with that? And their exactly. skin is too tough. And there's just nothing you want to mess with them. They do a little, a little twitch when they think it's close to them. And raccoons and possums don't like. <laughs> <laughs> so those guys have their outdoor doghouse with the heat lamps, but they're, uh, yeah, pretty much, you know, we're, no predators to worry about. So they're actually okay. But everybody else goes in at night. Never once want to let the rabbits and guinea pigs out, but they have uh, enclosures that are actually. Enclosed from the top as well, just in case of uh, birds, hawks. Yeah, we've got a couple of falcons and hawks come through the area and they see chickens down there, so we got to be careful. But other than that, we haven't had any major incidents. So. Oh, all right. So, we have another question um, How much land do you need to keep all your animals comfortable? We were just kind of talking about that. Well, in Berkeley, fortunately, there's large, everybody has large backyards in my neighborhood. So, we have a house and we have a large backyard with a shed backyard and we have grass in the middle. So it's it's pretty it's good size. And like I, when I have ducks, I have ducks for a while. We had a little kitty pool out there for the mm -hmm. ducks and you know, things like that. So everybody has a little area where they can hang out when it's not show days or just off days. They kind of do their thing. But uh, you know, you do need some space, right? Because, you know, 
animals. They right. you know, do their thing and run around and do their thing. So right, that's why I want chickens and goats. Not a lot of space, yeah, but some space. Yeah, you know, you need some space for that as well. But yeah, it's you know, it's a good little space. Our yard is pretty good size. I'm not sure the actual food or right. egg or No, no worries. Good size. So do you sell the eggs? I do not. No, they lay usually my they lay about one a day, some here and there. But we give a lot to the neighbors. Ah, okay. All right. No reason to say. Well, I can't, probably could say. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I don't know how many hens you have, but if you have a lot it's of quite a few. Eggs, they're nice little brown eggs. They're, they're, they're pretty, they're I can come get some. I don't, don't want to buy eggs anymore. <laughs> they are expensive. They are. They're getting higher and higher and higher. Yes. So, so I, mean, I can come get some eggs. But right now, they're not an egg lake. Well, they, they, my guys don't. My, my girls only eggs, you know, throughout the entire year. They got the little season where they just like one a day, one a day, one a day. So that comes again. I'll save you a little, a little couple of dozen. I got you. Tracy. I'm just saying, like yeah. you have to work with me. <laughs> I, I want, I, I want it. Dozen for you. I'm okay, I'll make cool. sure they're not fertilized. You don't have to put your Please, chicks, right? <laughs> please. I mean, I, I mean, I, I kind of want a chick, but don't. I, know, I don't no, want no, to no, crack no. it into a skin. No, 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 no. Right. No. no. I mean, and I've had fresh eggs, and, and sometimes you get more than what you ask for with fresh eggs. Yeah, it can happen. But my uh, my system is pretty down pat, so we know what's going on. And okay, we don't have to own chicks anyway. So. Okay, cool. Yeah, because, uh, yeah. It could be a problem. It could be a problem. I've cracked an egg and seen some things. And it was <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, this, this is not what I wanted, but that's okay. Um, really, this question is so ridiculous. Do you have a fainting goat? He don't have goats. No, I have no goats. He doesn't have goats. No goats. I'm sorry. He's seen a video of the fainting goats, <laughs> and ever since then, he wants to yell at a goat and make it faint. No, I don't. I don't have that. I I, I have to look that up and see that. I seen You've that never goat. seen that. I haven't seen that one. I don't think I have. I probably have. I'm just like, what, what, what did I just see? Yeah, it's these goats. There's a certain goats that you don't even have to do much to them. You can laugh, and yes. they just stop and they fall <laughs> over, and so they're called fainting goats. And ever since then, he's really wanted to do it. Gotcha. Which is why I was like, that's a goat I would never buy. Because yeah, right. I only see my scare him all the time just to see him <laughs> Just to see him do it. Right. Yes. No, no, I, don't, I don't have any faith in goats or goats at all. So. Yeah, no goats at all. So, But why not? Why do you not have goats? Uh, it's like I said, the, the show is basically intended to be able to fit into an SUV. Ah, gotcha. And I can't, you know, the way I travel, make sure that everybody can have their little space in their travel containers. But a goat would be more difficult to actually, yeah. you know, like having ponies or goats would be something I just we've never done something like that. So everything is. I wouldn't say small animals, but the snake, of course, is, the snakes are large. But other than right. that, everything kind of fit in the car. Well, you know, you can do pygmy goats. I probably could, but again, you know, that's just more That's a little dog cage, you know? <laughs> that's just a little it dog is, kennel. We make, we make it there one day, but I think we got yeah. a little lineup. I'm there. not going to push it. I, I don't want to push it. That's my thing. I don't want to push what I want on somebody else. You know what I mean? And I'm just saying, pygmy goats. They're pretty cool. You know, you know they're, they're dope. And so, yeah. But anyway, I mean, so... You have done all this work, word of mouth, no social media, which is tough in this day and age. It is. So how did it get to this point? I know the first five years you said was a... Yeah, I was doing other stuff as well as the shows, right. like one show a month, you know, right. like that. But uh, eventually, like I said, the more you do the shows and people actually see them and see how good they are. And then it's just the word of mouth from that. And also the other thing that happened was I did a lot more schools and daycares. Mm. And that's, you know, hundred kids. Yeah. And now they're like, you know, 20 of those kids one way of the birthday party and it just exponentially just started happening over time and within about eight years it got to the point where it's like really, really consistent absolutely you, did you ever get that when you were in elementary the animal people come and bring the many years ago i do remember when i was younger i went to it was Lawrence Hall science and we mm -hmm. had, i went up there and they showed you know they had a little you know you sit around in a circle yeah they brought the snake you know? mm -hmm. my mom used to tell me that 
I was truly mesmerized at these things. Every time, you know, like I kind of remember. I remember a couple of them you know, way back, but I, I do remember stuff like that actually happening. Not, not necessarily coming to my school. When we go to other places on field trips, and mm. I'm just sitting there like, "What's coming out?" <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of where I base my show on the fact that you see one and all the time coming out based on you know what's what's going to be next, and the kids are more excited. What's this? what's coming? What's coming? So, yeah, some of that kind of rubbed off of me when I was a mm-hmm. kid. Absolutely, so my mom tells me that all the time. Okay, because I remember when I was in elementary. I think we did have an animal show come in, you know, and which I guess I never really thought about that as an adult, you know, where they're coming from, who's doing the show, yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so to actually see it in firsthand as an adult, and then to, of course, hear the work that goes behind it, um, a lot of people don't think about the work. No, no, no nobody, nobody ever does. Right. <laughs> the shows are good, and you have a good time with the show. If you don't think about it, yeah, after the show, what's going on? The animals are all good, but. Somebody has to take care of you. Right, right. Somebody has to do the work, which Absolutely. is you, mostly. Mostly science. So with all of this that you have done and, like, the, the shows you've done at schools, programs, after school, like that, what what is your favorite? Small groups, big groups, kids? I would say it's, it's a split because I enjoy the large crowds when I get the microphone and the speaker and everything. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, it's like, like doing a concert. On stage, you know, yeah, yeah. The, the crowd reaction is louder. You get more, you know, it's just, it's just like that. You know, it's, it's like adrenaline pumping. So right. I enjoy those, of course. But I also like just doing the living room shows with the, the family. You know, everybody's in there. Grandma's in there. Aunties, <laughs> uncles. Never seen a large snake like this. Even, you know, 60 years old, she's holding the snake. Like, I can't believe I'm doing this. So <laughs> there's different there's different sides to, to both school styles. Even the small venues and the large assemblies at the, you know, the schools and middle schools and elementary schools. It's like, they both have their benefits. But I have to say maybe the bigger ones because it's like that, that sound coming back. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, and now the kids all the gas at the same time. So that kind of stuff is like, you know, the adrenaline is definitely there from the larger shows, but I like them all. Okay. It doesn't really matter. So when you do the larger shows, do you pick a few kids to come up to do, to actually Yeah, the same, the same volunteer situation that you saw with your son's party. We do the same thing, but maybe about two or three kids. So yeah. So like three kids come up with the snake crown. Right. Or 20 kids will line up and hold the kid the snake at the end. You know, it's kind of like what you guys did, but just more kids doing it. So it's just more volunteers, but not... You definitely can't get, can't it. get it all. Yeah, I was like, not all the kids are going to get that opportunity. At the end of the show, the same petting situation does happen. We have a Sunday line type petting situation, as you saw, where mm-hmm. animals out for petting. Each classroom lines up, walks down the tape line, and just pet, 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 mm-hmm. class, <laughs> pet, 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 pet. So, and each kid, of course, gets a card. So, yeah. so what's <laughs> a trading animal trading card. So. Yeah, and they get home with your information on it. Okay. Parents are like, "You really like this, Jimmy? Okay, absolutely. Maybe we did this on it for birthday, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why we're that's why we're busy. So that's good advertisement. Like <clears throat> I thought about that about maybe fifteen years ago. I got the idea with the animals on the cards. One side for mom and dad, and right? Photo, and the kids just like collecting. You know, right. I want the chicken one with the turn on the yeah. So it's worked out well. That's good. Yeah, because you know, like I said earlier. My friend is one who told me about you, but there was a lot of people there who were loved the show, parents, grandparents, and they were like, "Yeah, this is something that we're probably going to do in the near future for our kids, our grandkids." So, in fact, I think when my best friend's out here with her kids, she if their birthday is around, she might be hitting you up as well. I'll be in the audience. We are the. (laughs) (laughs) I'll expect to see you there. You will. You know, you should. I will always be at all the ones. Apparently, Excellent. in the background, like this. No, you'll be able to look for a little. Can I hold something? No, I, you know, I got I to let everyone else have a shot. You know, I don't want to take over from anybody else's <laughs> kids. I'm like, no, this is your day. It's not my day anymore. True. I can't do it. This is true. Also, though, my, my birthday's in August. Yeah, we do adult parties all the time. So, 
So I don't feel like I have any adults who would come though. Like most don't of the adults I know. Just bring your kids. No. <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't want the kids. So this is my party. It's, I don't really on know. my day, it's right. about me and not the kids. You know, kids go home. That's understandable. Yeah. So, but um, I'm not gonna hold you too much longer. So, how can people get in touch with you? How can they find you? The best way is just through the website. You can go to firstkillsandtails.com. That's F-U-R-S-C-A-L-E-S, and then tails, like you know, and T-A-T-A-I-L-S, not tails like a story. And if you find me there, you can do that and just, uh, it's, we book by email because we've gotten actually a little bit, like I said, too busy. Mm-hmm. Can't do phone calls anymore. Phone calls, voicemails, phone texts. Yeah. So time step emails are the best way to do it to make sure it's the same opportunity to get the date they want, the time they want. So email Tracy at firstcousintels.com. Get back to you right away. All right. And is, do you have an off season? Like no. you don't do as much in the winter? The winter just, uh, weekends are not as tough, every, you know, every weekend of the year. Okay. But the summer is almost every day. Gotcha. Really, weekdays, weekends, everything. But uh, there's never really a time that we can't do a show for you as far as your birthday party. If it wants to be on a weekend or a weekday, if you want to do a, you know after school parties, right? Or a party at the at your child's school, we do that as well. So it doesn't really matter. Just let me know what you need. If we if we got we have availability, we got you. Okay. And is there any last thing you want to say before we leave? Yeah, I want to say thank you for having me. Yeah. One of my first podcasts. I think I've done like one or two like years ago. Well, not, not too long, too long ago, but. Thank you for having me. Oh, no problem. Thank you for being on. I really appreciate you coming, telling us all about it. I'm going to calm down in the podcast <laughs> and uh, go from there. And I shall return with a couple of animals. Or I can come to the house. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay, gonna, you know, I travel with this. I see it's a good Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. All right, you guys. Oh, hey, hey, Deshaun. I see you. Thanks for joining us. Um, you guys have a great rest of your Monday. If you have any questions, comments, please send them to me. Also, I have to keep remembering to do this. I now have a way that you can send us any funds if you want to support the podcast. It's called Buy Me a Coffee. Go on buymeacoffee.com. Look up Cat Bob and I'm right there. And that will help support all the things we do for the podcast. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. You guys have a good rest of the night. Me. Boom. <laughs>